Hello, my name is Henneke Watkis-Porto and welcome to My Daily Devotion, a daily bite-sized podcast for those wanting to enrich their souls and forge a deeper relationship with God. It is pure, unpretentious and raw, which flows from the heart, fostering gratitude, peace and a sense of abundance. It is episode 454 of my daily devotion, reading Matthew 17 today. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, the brother of James, and led them up on a high mountain by themselves. And his appearance changed dramatically in their presence, and his face shone with heavenly glory, clear and bright like the sun, and his clothing became as white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with Jesus. Then Peter began to speak and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good and delightful and auspicious that we are here. If you wish, I will put up three sacred tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and as a a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved son, with whom I am well pleased and delighted. Listen to him. When the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were terrified. But Jesus came and touched them and said, Get up and do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. And as they were going down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Do not tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The disciples asked him, Then why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? He answered and said, Elijah is coming and will restore all things. But I say to you that Elijah has come already. And they did not recognize him, but did to him as they wished. The Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he had spoken to them about John the Baptist. When they approached the crowd, a man came up to Jesus, kneeling before him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic, moonstruck, and suffers terribly. For he often falls into the fire and often in the water. And I brought him to your disciples, and they were not able to heal him. And Jesus answered, You unbelieving and perverted generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring me here to bring him here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him, and the boy was healed at once. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and asked, Why could we not drive it out? He answered, Because of your little faith, your lack of trust and confidence in the power of God. For I assure you and must solemnly say to you and most solemnly say to you, If you have living faith, the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there. And if it is God's will, it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. But this kind of demon does not go out except by praying and fasting. When they were gathering together in Galilee, Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed and handed over to men who are his enemies, and they will kill him, and he will be raised from death to life on the third day. And they were deeply grieved and distressed. When they arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the hand shekel temple tax, the, the collectors of the half shekel temple tax, went up to Peter and said, Does not your teacher pay the half shekel? Peter answered, Yes. And when he came home, Jesus spoke to him first, saying, What do you think, Simon? From whom whom do earthly rulers collect duties or taxes? 
from their sons or from strangers? When Peter said from strangers, Jesus said to him, Then the sons are exempt from taxation. However, so that we do not offend them, go to the sea and throw it in a hook, and throw in a hook, and take up the first fish that comes up. And when you open its mouth, you will find a shackle. Take it and give it to them to pay the temple tax for you and me. This is the word of the Lord. Ah. Jesus believed in paying taxes. Very big thing. I mean, we like to exempt. We like to get exempt from taxation. We like to withhold that which um, it's due to Caesar. But Jesus himself says, what is due to Caesar, give it to him. And so, what this is saying to us is that we ought to honor our responsibilities. Um, or what we like to call secular responsibilities. right? Things that are not necessarily spiritual what are secular responsibilities so i am encouraging us today to honor the responsibilities that we have or you know man um, made responsibilities so that we can please god there's another part here i want to um talk about oh when 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 God says about Jesus, this is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. Is God saying that about us today regarding our walk with Jesus? What is he saying to us? Can he proudly, boastfully say, this is my daughter in whom I'm well pleased? This is my son in whom I'm well, well pleased? I'm not sure. I'm sure about anybody else, but I know that... I am every day more and more conscious of that relationship, of that place that I once cemented with Jesus. That he can, I know he's, he's, he's not upset with me. I know God is actually singing over me. And, and for that I'm glad. For that I'm extremely glad. Father God, I want to thank you today again for your word. Your word which is light and life. I thank you for the impact it has had on my life. It has had on your people. I thank you for the way you shine brightly through us and in us. I thank you for the love that you give us, your unconditional love. That is unfathomable. That has nothing to do with who we are, but with who you are. And so we're grateful. We're grateful that you look at us and you smile over us. You're singing over us, actually, and you're delighted in us. You're taking delight in us as your creation. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, even as you're pleased with us, that you are working in us, Lord God, because the enemy is constantly accusing us, Lord. Accusing us of not being good enough, accusing us of not being righteous enough, not being holy enough, accusing us. He's an accuser of the brethren and sistren. So today, Lord, I, I pray, Lord God, that is, as, even as I stand in court, on behalf of your people, pleading, Lord God, or a case, saying that it's just an accusation that the enemy is putting forth. I stand in court today, Lord God, and I pray, God, too, that you'll argue on our behalf because we've come with a cause, Lord. We have come with a cause. And the cause, Lord God, is to, is to cement our place 
in the kingdom of heaven, in your kingdom, God, here on earth. The cause, Lord God, is to establish the argument for domination, to dominate. The cause is to establish or further establish a position as kingdom children this evening. We have the right not to remain silent as children of God. We have come. Hear us now, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. This has been my daily devotion. I'm Henika Watkins Porto. Catch me at henikawatkinsporto.com for all other things that I'm involved with. See you soon.